This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Visit the podcast page for show notes and links. Remember to like, share, and comment to help me grow. This is my fully operational Star Wars analysis. This is episode 51. I'm going to be talking about The Bad Batch, episode 12, which originally aired on July 16, 2021. The title of the episode is Rescue on Ryloth. It was written by Jennifer Corbett. The story editor is Matt Minchinovitz, and the director was Nathaniel Villanueva. And of course, the score was done by the immutable Kevin Kiner. So I'm going to start off with the bad stuff. I have two things here. Hera telling Omega her brothers, uh, you know, being the Bad Batch, need her looking out for them. It was kind of weird. Um, I didn't really see that. I mean, yes, Hera and uh, and Omega were able to kind of save the day by hijacking the ship and such, but had, you know, Hunter and the others not just gotten into that danger, then they wouldn't have needed saving. So, uh, I don't know. It's a little bit of a, it was a little kitty for me, but um, I don't know. I'm okay with it. I'll, I'll let it pass, more or less. I'm not going to hold it against the show forever, but it's just kind of kind of silly. Uh, the other thing is uh, Hunter turning down money. That was legitimately bad and stupid because, you know, they still have to buy... Uh, space gas and lunch and pay, you know, space tolls or whatever. So, uh, it's kind of important that you have money. Um, but I guess they're trying to make them as noble as possible, which is kind of ironic because he didn't want to risk their lives to save them, save them in the first place. Um, but I guess, you know, Omega did appeal to his better nature. So I don't know, maybe he was trying to make up for it by throwing away the money. Uh, I really liked Hauser's speech. This was a, a good thing. Um, it was interesting that he basically recognized the fact that they had exceeded their mandate and what the Republic had set them out to do on Ryloth and that now they were going from liberating Ryloth to enslaving it and he didn't want to be a part of that. And he threw down his weapon and basically was a you know conscientious objector and made himself uh, subject to, what do you call it, military tribunal? basically for you know, being a traitor and refusing to follow orders and such. And that shows a lot of moral strength. And uh, it's a really impressive move for him to make or any soldiers to make. Um, you know, that's a, a real act of heroism. And I like that that's being displayed as such in the show. <clears throat> uh, getting into the deep stuff, Lucas wanted to capture the decline of a republic into an empire in the prequels. Um, this is showing it fairly well. Ryloth was independent and in danger from the CIS invading them. Now it is part of the Empire and in danger from its own government, which is better. And I think uh, that's a great point. And I've actually uh, I've been enjoying uh, Jason Ward, the once-canceled Jason Ward of Now This Is Podcasting and Making Star MakingStarWars.net. Uh, he's doing a, a YouTube show, and on it he has recently talked about uh, in Young Indie, uh, the series, that um, there's this guy who, uh, this Mexican peasant farmer, who complains about how the government once stole his chickens from him, and then when Pancho Villa and his liberators or crusaders or whatever, his rebels came along, they also stole his chickens. So basically there's a idea that you know people in power and people who seize power can often be uh, oppressors to the same class of people under them who aren't involved in the fight, who are just trying to live their normal lives. And I think that's a really great thing, uh, that it was in Young Indy, and it kind of makes me want to watch that show because it sounds like it's got some profound things in it. Um, but uh, I think that's also represented really well here because, yeah, Ryloth were in trouble. They were uh, a neutral system, and uh, because of that, the CIS invaded them and wanted to basically take them by force and bring them into their ranks to help them. Uh, I don't know. They were, like, manufacturing stuff or something, I think, for their war effort, but then they become part of the Republic, 
thanks to Jar Jar Binks and Bail Harkana. Um, and then they get protection from the Jedi and they're liberated, but then that gets turned around on them and that liberty gets turned into another cage. They basically give up, uh, when they give up their weapons of the previous episode, they're giving up their freedom, they're giving up their uh, right to self-defense to the Empire to be safe from them, but them mm-hmm. giving up their freedoms for security leaves them with neither. Now they're an oppressed people, and I think it becomes canon, at least in the old canon, that most of Ryloth, most Twi'leks ended up being slaves to people because that's part of what the Empire did. <laughs> um, so I think it's a really great question and a really great idea to bring up uh, in the show here. Uh, moving on to speculation, I think the Bad Batch will run out of money and end up doing a sideshow for money uh, on Nar or somewhere like that because they turned down that sweet Rylothian cheddar. And, you know, not a good thing. Uh, I have a question uh, stemming from this episode. Omega appeals to Hunter by asserting that soldiers help people. And I want to know, do they? And who do they help? Uh, I'd give this episode a 3 out of 5. Um, just, it was good. You know, n- not great. Uh, there were some questions I have from it. I could rank it higher because of the uh, more profound stuff that it brings up, but just it didn't entertain as much as it could have, I think, and that's uh, that's part of what's dragging it down to just being a 3 out of 5 instead of a 4 out of 5. Like, actually, last episode I ranked 4 out of 5 because I really liked it. Or no, I think it was two episodes ago. Yeah, that was two episodes ago, sorry. Um, so, my question is, who do soldiers help? Well, soldiers help who they are ordered to help unless they rebel against those orders. And if you're military, if you're government uh, behind the military, I used to listen to, to Brian Suits on uh, KFI AM640 here in Southern California a lot, and he would talk about how um, he was a multiple-time veteran and he did military um, contracting too in different places, like Djibouti, that's a fun one. And uh, anyway, he said that basically the military, the soldiers operate to... Hold on. They operate to uh, complete an objective set by the government that's you know controlling them or leading them, and they reach a victory if they achieve that political end. So, if your government tells you to do something moral, then yeah, soldiers do a moral action. But if they tell you to do immoral things, obviously they do immoral actions. So who do they help? They help the politicians. That's that's who they really help, and hopefully they're asking them to do good things, but in so many cases, they're not, like here in this case, or in the real world, too. So, anyway, that's basically my answer to that question, and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'd like you to go ahead and check out, at the bottom of the show notes, there's links to uh, some designs I've done, and you can look all around and find uh, all the different stuff I've done. So I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, Thank you for your time and attention. I hope you enjoyed this. Check out my growing collections of analysis, art, and fiction. The bottom of the show notes might just feature design relevant to the topic at hand, so click around and find out. You can also visit mgmoners.com slash support to see see my latest designs and more. I welcome all forms of critique to improve my craft, so don't hold back any comments you have for me. I leave you with peace and blessings. This is MJ signing out.